Can I do this? Can I make this recording? Can I make this where people listen? Is it worth it? Oh man, I don't know. I think I'm lacking confidence. This is Where Is My Mind, narrated by me. This is a solo episode by me, Chevy, also known as Brian. And I am here to discuss the problems that we are all having, mostly myself so much, like everybody else. Confidence. So let's delve into those thoughts of our own that we have in the middle of the night, that we have at work, that we don't say aloud, that we might have at the dinner table with our families, or while we're laying in bed post-coitus with our partner. Did we have confidence? And did we do well? And will we do good? And are we being seen as what we should be in others' eyes? Does any of us matter? Probably not. What really matters is how we feel about it with ourselves. Our confidence is very fragile. Mine is. It can be easily broken or easily built up. Um, we can get cocky or we can belittle ourselves. So I'm going to delve into this subject of such utter sensitivity. This is the topic of confidence to the best of my ability because I'm not that confident on this little amateur podcast, Where's My Mind? There we go. Check it out. I live in a sleepy little city called Augusta, Maine. It is the capital of the state, and by all intents and purposes, it probably shouldn't be. Um, We are a very small city for the capital with not many goings-ons. There really is no live music scene, and our, like, two bars fucking suck. Um, There is a few public outings, Places like Mill Park, um, where there are some events that happen. Uh, but for the most part, not much happens around here, even to get into the nightlife scene, and well, that which we consider such, whether it please or not, um, you have to go the next town over to a smaller town that has a downtown strip with things to do, kind of. Um, but the point is that I am so happy here in Augusta. Trust me, I would much rather live in Portland, um, especially as somebody who is LGBTQ, um, the B accentuated for me. Um, I feel like Portland would be a much better fit for me. Um, there's more of a um, cross-culture scene. Um, there's more diversity, but Augusta has a lot of um, homeless issues. We have a lot of alcoholism issues and substance abuse issues. There are a lot of addicts here. Um, there's many treatment programs, and there's, they're there for a reason. Um, we have a decent police force, I think. Um, I don't generally like police, but the Augusta cops are very polite to me. Most times that I talk to them, I don't have an issue. Hell, I got arrested here once, and uh, it was the only time a police officer ever cuffed me in front. That was quite an honor. I was thoroughly satisfied with it, <laughs> sure. Uh, but the point is, I love it here because there's opportunity compared to where I used to live. We have jobs, endless jobs. There's so many restaurants and fast food places here, so many department stores, um, gas stations. Actually, we kind of lack gas stations, to be honest. Um, uh, One of my complaints is there's not many places to buy liquor, but the two primary places in town are both fairly close to me. Um, An easy drive and not as bad of a walk as other places would be. So I came here from a place where I do not have these things. If I wanted to get a cup of coffee, 
I didn't have any at home, I had to hitchhike, for example. I would not hitchhike for a cup of coffee, but as an example, anything, anything. Um, I used to go to a methadone clinic. Methadone is a synthetic opiate used in the treatment of opiate addiction. I was on it for five years. You have to go to the clinic every single day to dose up unless you are a good enough boy to get your take-homes. So I would get my main care rides because I was poor and I had health insurance through the state and I didn't have my own vehicle. So I would get my main care rides at 5.30 every morning. I would ride down with between one and three other passengers, sometimes a full car. They used small cars. It was very cramped. Hey, there was a body next to my height. Um, so the point is that that was my entirety of outings of the day for the most part uh, after that I'd get home and I'd be stuck there if my driver would not let me stop at a store which they weren't supposed to if I wanted something I had to hitchhike or walk myself I remember when we got food stamps once a month we get our food stamps and I would buy two cold sandwiches from the Dresden takeout uh, and walk them back home it was an hour long round trip so I'm very thankful for what I have here in Augusta but the point of this episode is not about being thankful per se it's about what getting these jobs and having these opportunities did to me in terms of my confidence i never felt like i could not get a job since i moved here i knew that no matter what time i can get another job for example my first job here was unfortunately at mcdonald's i do not recommend it i don't care if they are offering 15 dollars an hour i made more by the way but mcdonald's fucking sucks they couldn't offer me 18 dollars i wouldn't work there it was the most miserable job i had and the primary issue was the environment um the vibe the colors of around here was all black and white and silver mostly silver and um the noises the incessant beeping the repetitive noises so there are two big pet peeves of mine so needless to say uh plus the work itself and five hours between breaks um I clock in, I had to wait five hours before even a cigarette. I could not tolerate that. I smoked in the fucking walk-in and got called out for it. So what I did was I intentionally got myself fired. They called me in three hours early with one hour notice for the fourth time in a row. And I said, you know what? Well, I wasn't about to say it because that was too much of a pussy back then. Bad choice of words, I apologize. I was, what's the word here? I was not self-confident enough to speak my mind and about how I could not do this. There you go. This is about self-confidence. I got myself fired on purpose because I was weak in my mind. It gave them a reason to fire me. I easily could have quit and I would have looked better on the next job application, but with my level of self-consciousness, I could not do such. I would like to point out, I would like to point out that I have been with my job now for over two years, about um, 26 months. Uh, I am very happy where I work. I enjoy the management and I enjoy my coworkers and I enjoy my work. I enjoy the layout of the place, the colors, I get a good vibe from it. Um, I love the dim lights that we have because bright lights are not my thing. So that gives me more confidence. I've had my apartment for over three and a half years and I've almost lost it many times and I'm not always responsible for paying my own rent but I managed to keep it either way. This is the same apartment that my children moved into. They went to their mother last May of 2021. It is a very disgraceful event in my life and it totally decreased my self-esteem and self-confidence so bad. But I don't feel like crying yet, so we're gonna avoid that topic for now. 
we might get to it. So here in Augusta, I'm more confident. If I need to get to a certain place, I can go there by foot or by taxi cab. Um, I I took a taxi to work every day at Margarita's where I first got into the true restaurant industry. And I would walk home every night at first, 3.3 miles. Uh, That took about one hour and 10 minutes for me. I walk pretty fast, I believe. So, why does my self-esteem and confidence still waver? For one, I have not had steady relationships. I don't have any friends. I keep it small, but I would like a couple more, honestly. Ones that I can tolerate. (laughs) I don't tolerate everybody and... A lot of people bore me, honestly. I find myself a little more interesting in my brain, a little more active than a lot of people. So, my relationships. I've gone on a lot about that since starting this podcast. And I think it's uh, beating a dead horse by now. Either way, I am single right now. And that makes me lonely. Therefore, my self-esteem is lowered. And you need confidence to date. Um, so, it's kind of like a catch-22 there. So, I have, like I said, I have two kids. Um, they live with their mother, but I see them as often as possible. Sometimes four weeks a month. One thing I wanted to discuss right off the bat, my daughter has very low self-esteem. I got her over a year ago into a very long, uh, elaborate neuropsyche valve that was absolutely necessary. And we came up with the three... Um, mental illnesses, the three diagnoses that um, we came up with were, she came up with, were ADHD, early onset of anxiety disorder, and severe childhood depression. My daughter has always dealt with issues of lack of self-worth, um, no confidence, um, it's very sad, um, uh, a website called Kids Health, kidshealth.org, spelled how it sounds, it uh, indicates that symptoms of kids with low self-esteem are... I almost want to cry just reading this because it hits so closely. It's so personal. Self-critical and hard on themselves. Feel they're not as good as other kids. Think of the times they fail rather than when they succeed. They lack confidence and they doubt they can do things well. It says here that um, kids with low self-esteem feel unsure of themselves. If they think others won't accept them, they may not join in. They may let others treat them poorly. They may have had a hard time standing up for themselves. They may give up easily or not try at all. Kids with low self-esteem find it hard to cope when they make a mistake, lose or fail. As a result, they may not do as well as they could. So why would she have low self-esteem? Because this all pretty much applies to her. Uh, My heart is literally hurting as I'm reading this because I care about my children more than anything else in the entire world. Um, So why would she feel that she's not good enough? I have always, in my mind, um, cared very much for my daughter. But when I think about it, her earliest years were mostly spent with her mother. I wasn't always there. Um, I worked a lot. And uh, I was also mentally absent. Uh, my daughter was, um, she was just over a year old when my father passed. And that changed my life forever. And I was still struggling with some form of addiction. You know, I always have been. So it says, as, you know, as the babies become tallers, you know, eventually they're 
young kids and get older, um, they're able to, as they learn to do things by themselves, you know, um, as they can do them, that builds self-esteem, okay, you know, they should be proud of what they've done, and I think, I wonder if their mother gave them enough praise, um, getting praise is very important, it's, uh, it's validation, um, it, it helps a child know that what they've done is good, um, so they, can, they, they grow, they try things, um, you know, and they learn things about their own selves and self-esteem, like, a lot, of it has to do with, a lot of it has to do with school and what challenges they're given in the home life. If they complete those challenges successfully, then you know, they'll be happier with themselves as long as they get that validation. I remember when my daughter was in preschool, she was four years old, maybe three, uh, I, think she was, I think she was four. And uh, we got a note from the teachers, or a call, I, I got a call, saying that she was often bumping into things. Uh, she was walking right into desks and stuff, uh, so her vision was called into question. So I set up an appointment with uh, an eye doctor, and it turns out that she was blind as a bat. She couldn't see shit. So she spent um, around four years not being able to see properly, which probably confused her I, I don't know it, it did something obviously to her mindset I, I can't imagine how it wouldn't so this made the uh, first stages of being proud of yourself and knowing you've done good or even doing good at all very hard on her and I have a real soft spot for kids I, I, I need to stop this one part of the conversation because I'm getting really emotional here hardcore okay I one thing I do now, though, let me just say that my daughter is about to turn 10 years old. She'll be 10 years old in um, uh, less than a month. I'm so proud of her. Um, she has made leaps and bounds and most improved award for sure in terms of uh, mental health and maturity. Her level of emotional maturity has skyrocketed. Um, I do want to thank some certain uh, things online like Psych2Go on YouTube for really helping her. Um, she understands herself so much more now. She's developed her own music tastes. She has her own YouTube channel that she fucks around with. It's on mine. Um, uh, X Chevy Coon. Uh, X Chevy Coon. Uh, so I, I believe that's what it is. Uh, she she makes her own YouTube channel, and that's a big self-esteem booster for her. And I I make sure I praise her every time I can. Anything that you can even remotely deserve praise, I try to emphasize that, but not too much. Yeah, like. I don't want to praise it with something that isn't proper, you know, like, don't, overpraising can, uh, can cause it, uh, other issues, okay, um, so it's like, um, if she did a good effort, I'll praise her for that, if she did something very well, I'll praise her for that, I also might point out a flaw, but I'm very polite about it, I, however though, entire this one over there, that's, um, supposed to be a little bit different than that, but it looks great otherwise, awesome, um, that's the only thing I can think of that might need some improvement, you know, so I, I try to be a liberal about it, you know, for the most part. I'm not going to be, you get the point. <sighs> so if you're a bit tired. <laughs> so my daughter's self-esteem is very low. The severe childhood depression obviously plays a part in that. If it, it, can, it can't not play a part in it. Um, she also, I believe, gets this issue of anxiety and depression probably from my side of her family these two things run rampant all throughout my family's history and these are hereditary things i have both generalized and social anxiety disorders myself that sucks <laughs> um 
Like today, I was in the store, and um, these people in front of us were taking over five minutes to do whatever the hell they were doing there. It's a local um, corner store with a very questionable um, clientele. But I love it, so it's home. So, like, you guys are doing this. So, I'm in the store, right, and I... Honestly, I'm like rubbing my hands together because I want to leave so fucking bad. I cannot wait to get the fuck out of there. I'm getting so uncomfortable. It didn't last long, eventually. Um, it did last a while, but you know, I got I got out. Uh, so I have those anxiety disorders. You know, I pass them down to her, I believe. But another thing is another thing is that her mother, when she was um four years old, I think uh, five. Uh, she disappeared on her for a while. She disappeared on all of us. I'm not out here putting any blame on my children's mother. That's just what happened. Um, she was not around for a decent period of time. And my Talia, my daughter, who was very close to her mother, like I said, in her early years, she was definitely there for the most. Um, she was probably very confused and upset by suddenly her mom was gone and I'm trying to explain it to her but at the time I probably wasn't very good at it uh, I was not as sober or articulate back then as I, as I am now I try so it's like ugh, I didn't know what to do I had a stepmom my girlfriend Nicole and um, she was great with some things and some things uh, you could use use some improvement. So that's childhood issues. Um, I also want to talk about, I want to briefly touch on my own childhood because what we experience from others, particularly our parents, in our early childhood years can influence many things about us in our lives as adults. If you don't know this by now, then you've been living under a psychological rock, apparently. Um, everybody's knowing now, those that pay attention, that our childhoods ultimately determine our adult lives. Um, so, in my childhood, I was subject to some pretty intensive bullying throughout the ages of, I'd say, 7 and 14, maybe. So it was a good chunk of my life. Um, at age 14, it had already been half of it. So that definitely gave me some self-esteem issues because it gave me this almost inherent feeling that I was not good enough, that I was um, a disliked person, um, that there was something wrong with me, things other people did not approve of or um, could condone, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, something was fucked up about me, I guess. Uh, but was there really? Like, there was. Um, I have mental health issues, but many of them have been created from this or since this uh, for other reasons. So, I was just fucking weird. And I still am fucking weird, and I'm proud of it now. If anybody has a problem with that now, it's all going to grow the fuck up and understand that nobody's the same guy. So, it's like... That, along with an unstable childhood in the family dynamic, um, there were some issues without going into details because I don't want to get my mom mad again. Hello, mom. If you're listening, thank you for listening, and I'm sorry. So, I had. So there were some incidents that really made me feel like I was worth little or nothing. 
And I especially want to point out that due to some trauma, my mother herself had a very low self-esteem. So these things impacted me for the rest of my life, especially I would say with the childhood bullying in elementary school. Um, when almost all of your peers are making very apparent that they have a low opinion of you, um, this will impact you, this will affect you. Um, the same goes in the opposite way. So like, if, um, if your peers all like you, um, your parents were stable and money was okay, was okay, money plays a big factor in this, um, you are more likely to grow up with a higher self-esteem, I would say, okay? Um, now, the ultimate goal here is, uh, the ultimate point, I should say, is not necessarily about self-esteem, but it's more about confidence. Finding self-confidence is a key ingredient into knowing yourself, loving yourself, self-love, okay? So, I'm looking here on an, an interesting website I found called mindtools.com. And um, they have a little graph here um, showing confident behavior and behavior associated with low self-confidence. So, some of these apply to me, some of them don't. Uh, confident behavior, if you are confident, you're more likely to do what you believe is right. Even if, it, if others will criticize you for it, you don't care. You know you do what you're doing is right. I believe I can attest to that. Um, low self-confidence, you're more likely to um, choose and base your behavior on what other, on what other people think. Um, so being willing to take risks and go the extra mile to achieve better things, confident. Staying in your comfort zone, fearing failure and avoiding risk, well, you know what that one is and that's me. Okay, admitting your mistakes and learning from them versus working hard to cover up mistakes knowing that you can fix the problem before anyone notices. I'm definitely the former. I'll always admit my mistakes just because I believe that every mistake is a learning experience. Okay. So, um... <laughs> low self-confidence, you're more likely to extol... So that's a tough word, good, good band. Um, but you're more likely to extol your own virtues as often as possible to as many people as possible. I believe this, I believe that. Where confident people, where confident individuals are more likely to wait for others to congratulate them on their accomplishments. I guess what I do is I kind of fish for compliments. Uh, subtly, it's a, not exactly either. Um, with a more confident person will accept compliments graciously. Um, and it'll take, you know, you know um, I appreciate your, your compliment there. That really meant a lot to me. That's totally me. Um, well, low self-confidence is dismissing compliments offhandedly. So, like, you know, nah, it nice and nothing, 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 nothing insane. It was easy. Like, I guess I do both. It depends on my, uh, depends on my level of confidence. So, my level of confidence in my personal life will determine a lot of things. Um, I often have a stutter at work. I cannot always speak as clearly as I can here. I speak better here because I am physically alone. I am not talking directly to anyone. Um, so it's not that hard for me. And, uh, I don't stutter. But in person, if my anxiety is up, usually due to my confidence not being high enough, self-confidence, I will probably have a stutter here and there. Some words I just can't get at first. So... One, let's say it affects my sexual performance. I cannot perform sexually properly if I 
um, am lacking self-confidence. I believe that a lot of people face this issue. Um, I have done lots of research, attemptedly, on men with sexual anxiety, and uh, there's not much on it on the internet um, compared to other topics, which is kind of sad. Um, for I want to say that I value myself and trust my judgment. I know how I feel when I'm confident. If I lose that, I'll tend to um, go along with what others say and inquire about their ideas, what they think I should do. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in myself as much, and that's really, really self-detrimental. That's not good. Um, so these are all things I'm working on. I know that I will never be one way 100% of the time. That's just not reasonable to expect that. So it's like, it's all a learning journey and don't expect 100%, man. You shouldn't with anything. Uh, expecting 100% is, is self-set for failure, in my opinion. Taking a break here. You know what? I'm probably going to get a freaking nap in. So like, I'll get back to this later on today. When the time is right. I'm just trying to get my Mr. Mousy cursor over here. There it is. I'm trying to be cute. Alright. Y'all, I love y'all. I'll go back to you soon in the same episode. Uh, why don't you take a break yourself? We're 25 minutes in, almost. Um, grab some fucking free spots and some great crackers and some cigarettes and uh, ether and whatever the hell else you need. And take a break. See you soon. Wow. I ended that on a particular note, I suppose. That was quite interesting, even for me. Um, I don't remember recording all of that, as I usually do not when I make these things. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool to hear back on. Uh, we took a break. Uh, I took a week-long break, actually. It's been forever since I probably submitted anything. I feel terrible. I had my children over the weekend. Today is, by the way, Monday, the 1st of August at 7.56 p.m. So I had my kids from Friday to Monday, which was awesome. I spent some great one-on-one time with them. And, uh, you know, I didn't really have much socializing in the meantime throughout. Uh, a little bit with Nicole here, but other than that, I pretty much just uh, stayed solo me and my children. And uh, I hope that boosted some confidence in me. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Um, strangely enough, uh, Tastes borderline on didn't because of the lack of um, uh, a peer um, interaction, you know, like that being not just my age but also my, my gender, my, my ma- the males, you know. I haven't really had any, any guys to really hang out with, any bros, anything like that. Um, it's like I find that um, having a male counterpart to direct with really helps with that, especially if they're like on my side, quote unquote. Um, having, having like an ally, having an ally in life really helps with that. I do have my roommate, um, but however, we don't really hang out that much anymore, not during the summer. He's often doing other things, and honestly, I feel like he's been distracted himself. My roommate has gotten a girlfriend of his own, which is awesome. I praise him for that. Getting a life partner is so awesome. Uh, I cannot um, be thankful enough on his end for that. Um, However, I still don't really have many people on my side. And right now I'm not in the same frame of mind as I often am when I, when I record these things. So it's hard for me to be a bit vulnerable right now. Um, I'm more sober than anything and I just, it's very hard for me. But I want to do a flashback. Um, so first off, I want to tell you a story. 
cigarettes at the time. I graduated college in May of 2009 from the New England School of Communications in Bangor, Maine. I have a hold in Associates of Science and Communications with a concentration in radio broadcasting. Kind of hard to believe given that I tend to have a speech impediment a lot of the time now. I can't speak properly sometimes. Uh, sometimes I slur my speech or mumble my words. I uh, talk too fast. People cannot understand all the things that I say. I have forgotten those techniques that I learned in radio broadcasting school or communication school with that concentration. But so the point of my story is that I used to go on air on a um, public or it was a private radio station. We were a we were a a non-commercial public radio station owned and operated by a college. It was Bangor's alternative rock station. And, uh, well, I went on six hours a week, nothing crazy, but enough to get my experience level out there. And honestly, I had a hell of a time most of the time. Um, I was severely self-conscious, but I could forget that while I was on air. It's not like I heard my own voice except for the feedback in my own headphones. Uh, and then we go to like once per semester, so I think twice per semester, so four times, I had to present my mini tape, my mini cassette disc tape thing, <laughs> mini disc, uh, to the program director and I had to sit there and listen to all my own bits with him so I had to hear my own voice and anybody who knows me well enough might know that I don't listen to my own recordings here I can't do it uh, I do a little bit sometimes if I'm with somebody that really says they want to hear them but otherwise I can't listen to them by myself most of the time I'm already starting to feel like I want to mumble my speech just talking about this I'm getting anxious thinking about it I'm very self-conscious of myself because I lack confidence here so I think this has gone on long enough and I'm about ready to end this topic but um, those who lack confidence in what they do probably won't do it very well so I tend to not record when I don't feel confident this is the punchline of this whole podcast right here I probably said that before too about other things but um, is that I can do this when I feel the confidence if anything has upset that, or maybe not done something to work against my natural frame of lack of confidence, then I might not be able to hit that record button, and if I do, I freeze up, and I don't know what the fuck to say. So, like, take this to any situation in life, um, whether you're on a date, whether you're with your long-term partner, whether you're, whether you're with your parents, or your children, or whether you are trying to... Uh, start a new job at a job interview or your job itself if you lack the confidence that you need you probably will not perform very well for example when I got my did my job interview at the job I'm at now I remember that I was very anxious when I started before I left I got myself in the right headspace as best as I could and I left and on the walk down I listened to some certain shit on my headphones and I talked myself up. I talked myself up hard. And somehow I got through. Maybe it was sure the sheer uh, needfulness of the job, how much I needed to get in another employment. Um, this was during COVID times. So I got this job in May 2020. And uh, I was bumming, man. I needed this job. So somehow I convinced, my, somehow I convinced myself that I'm going to nail this job. I'm going to fucking ace this shit. And um, I did. So, I mean, I think that a lot of confidence is just making yourself believe 
those three simple words, I got this. I say it to myself all the time, I or we, I got this, I can do this. No matter what, I got this. There is no if, ands, or but about, buts about this. I got this. Hands down. Take it or leave it, bitch. I got this. And oftentimes I say it to myself at work, even to this day, when, when I, um, when I walk into one hell of a situation, I walk into the dish pit where I work. Yes, I'm a dishwasher. Laugh a million one. I don't care. So I walk into the dish pit where I work, and uh, I see it's an absolute shit show. And I say, oh my God, how am I ever going to recover from this? How will I ever recover? But then I have to remind myself that every day, five days a week at least, for the past over two years, I've always got that. I got that. I always did it. I did that. I have the experience to have the knowledge to know that no matter what, I will have this done. So that's a minor example. Uh, maybe you have to meet the in-laws for the first time. And you know what? That don't always go well no matter how hard you try. Sometimes they're, they have a predisposition to not like you. So right now, as I record this, when I record this, every day that I, every time that I record here, I say, I got this. And I'm serious about it. And... Because I try to be. If I'm not, I convince myself that I am. So part of confidence might be power suggestion to yourself. You know, you can self-gaslight yourself, even in the proper way, maybe. <laughs> convince yourself you got this no matter what, even though you don't, and then you got that. So it worked, right? Hey, gaslighting can work on other people. You can work on yourself. So it's like, yeah, that's mostly all I have to say about confidence. Um, that and leading into what I believe will be my next topic, um... With all the new generations, I myself being a millennial and the generation Zers after us, I would say that confidence is waning, not waxing. It's we're losing it. Um, mental health issues are getting worse and worse um, as we progress. Um, more people are opening up to self-help and therapy in general, and I hope this is the right direction we all want to go in. I know I, I know it's the right direction, but I hope everybody's ready for it. I hope that we can all recover from this, or at least do the best we can within our, our limited means. So, tomorrow when I go to work, I might not be in the right headspace. I, I not always am on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are a hard day for me. Um, they typically are. It's just one of those days where I'm just unsure of myself. It's two days before payday. My week ends on Tuesday night. Uh, Wednesday I have off, Thursday I don't go until three until the same time, 3 p.m. So that's like my weekend right there. And uh, that's when I have to prepare myself and get myself ready for whatever has to come for the week. And Tuesdays I'm normally on edge. It's like the, the burnout day of the week. And I'm not always doing so well. So before I leave, I'll do some meditation. I'll listen to what I need to listen to on my speakers or whatnot. And I'll tell myself the usual mantra. No matter what, I got this guy. You got this, Chevy. You got this, Brian. You got this, Mr. Barter. You got this, Mr. Shitty Podcasting Dude. Fuck, I'm trying. Anyway, you know, on the terms of got this, I don't care what people think about me right now. People can listen to this and judge me and think, oh, he sucks at podcasting or, you know, oh, he's such an amateur or uh, maybe he's great, but he, he's good, but he has room for improvement. I don't care. Uh, room for improvement, Charlotte, sure, be here. Um, but uh, either way, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm going to keep broadcasting to the world for those few poor souls who actually care to listen to this. Maybe I'm helping you. I, maybe I am. I, my self-doubt's kicking in right now. I'm losing confidence. My confidence has not been that high today. It's been wishy-washy. 
So think to yourself, who am I? Answer that question first. Take as long as you need to. Who am I? Figure out who you are. And you think, why am I doing what I'm doing? Answer that. Give yourself a reason. Why am I doing this? Okay. For this podcast, it's because I feel like in life, really nobody listens to me. And I feel like I have a lot more to say than is what is being heard. So this is one way to express myself and be heard to whomever wishes to listen. Um, I'm not trying to shove it down anybody's throat, but please listen. <laughs> Either way, uh, on top of that, and then think, okay, so why, what's, how can I fail? You don't actually answer that question. How can I fail? You know, because if, if you, even if you attempt, you didn't fail, in my opinion. If you try, that's better than a failure. Failure is doing nothing. So, I'm going to end this now at 8.07 p.m. on August 1st. My birthday is in six days. I turned 33. Oh, my God. I'm not ready for this yet. My children both also have birthdays this month. I have a lot of planning to do in a short amount of time. Wish me luck, guys. I have confidence here and know that my children love me no matter what. And I love them without a doubt, by all means, beyond any concerns. I love them with all my heart unconditionally. Unconditional love is the strongest thing we can ever feel. It's the strongest human emotion. It's not even an emotion. It's like a, a frame of mind. It's the strongest frame of mind we can put ourselves into or be in naturally is unconditional love. I love you all. Love yourselves more than anything else in the world. Love the ones around you. But love yourselves. Know yourselves. Understand yourselves. Treat yourselves well. Peace out. Shabby Kuhn. Out.